You're like a summer breeze The morning sun won't stop shining Girl, you got a hold of me My favorite song can't stop singing It's the feeling that I get when I hold you Smile that you get when I show you Everything you mean to me You make me strong You're right where I belong Back to the Razor Audio Podcast. You're here this week with your host, Nikki T, and our guest, Mr. Justin Lee. How's it going? Good, man. Thanks so much for taking the time out while you're on the road here. Absolutely appreciate you having me on. Dude, absolutely. We're here in Justin's hotel, chilling in a little uh, cove. It's March Madness week. It is. I hear the basketball in the background. Yeah. <laughs> stuff just, going I'm on. I'm bummed because you and R didn't even make it past the first round, man. We, uh, made, we made the Sweet 16 last year. Uh, well, University of Nevada Arena Wolfpack. Come on. Pit, uh, pit basketball has been really terrible since we got rid of our previous head coach, so we can't win any conference games, uh, so you're doing better than us. <laughs> well, dude, thanks so much. Uh, we're here in Pittsburgh. Um, Justin's in town playing some some Tequila Cowboy shows for yeah, us this man, weekend. Yeah, first time playing Pittsburgh, and uh, it's been it was, last night was a lot of fun. I'm excited for tonight. We're going to be back again tonight, so... Yeah. Dude, let's talk about that. I know you said uh, with your streaming, you have decent numbers up here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, it, it kind of, you know, getting to dive into the sp- like Spotify analytics and stuff, like my top 10 cities on Spotify are 10 cities that I've never played in in my life. <laughs> and Pittsburgh is up there. That's crazy. Which is insane to me because, like, number one is Dallas. And I've yeah. never played Dallas. Number two is Chicago. Number three is Houston. And then I think Pittsburgh's like, number seven or number eight. And it's, yeah. like... It, it, it's crazy to me, but so I'm like, I'm starting to get out of these, to these like, you know, territories and these markets that I've never played before. And it's like, the response is great. Like last night there was a, you know, a, a group of people there that were like singing along to my songs. And it's like, it's such a great feeling. Like I've never been to Pittsburgh before, never played Pittsburgh before, but there's people here singing to my music. And yeah. it's like, it's a great, it's a really good feeling. The magical reach of the internet. Gotta love that's, it. That's the power that streaming services and stuff like that have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to get those album sales now, but right. when you're playing a new location, it's it's uh, good to have a little bit of that hometown feel. You know, speaking of that, it's it's the one thing I get asked for the most on the road is a hard copy of the record. Yeah, I think people just want something tangible to hang on to. Yeah, you know, like as a memory. Yep. Um, and so that's why I'm gonna like. I know a lot of my friends that are putting new music out aren't really cutting CDs anymore, but yeah. like. I'm going to go back and cut the original EP. I've never cut a copy of it. It's been out for over a year and a half now, but I'm really going to go cut a copy, you know, a few, maybe like a thousand copies of the first EP. And then when the new EP comes out, um, you know, August of this year, maybe August, September, we're going to definitely have EP, you know, copies of that too. So I like, you know, enough people are asking for it. I think I'm going to go back to, you know, actually having discs. I think that makes sense. And the other thing too, is that's a good thing for someone to get signed. Right. You know what I mean? So that's a, that's an easy merch table purchase, which I think is good. No, it's great. Yeah. And I definitely want to like, I get asked for like the koozies and everything too and hats and, but like definitely more than like, we just did this uh, California country booze cruise out in, California and uh, I played it with Eric Pasley and yeah. Ryan Robinette and Logan Mize and a bunch of guys and, and literally I heard people asking Logan I heard people asking you know everybody you got CDs you got CDs you yeah. got CDs I think that's like the thing people want to take away from shows for sure yeah I know I'm a vinyl guy and I'm as weird as it is like I play a lot of them but I don't play them a ton because I still stream a lot right um because I have like speakers in my house that I can just talk to mm-hmm. and stream the songs <laughs> but uh I do find myself like when I'm hanging out on a Saturday afternoon but by myself or with a friend or something I just bust out the vinyl and That's start awesome. playing through it oh I'd love yeah. to get something pressed on vinyl yeah it would be that'd be really cool yeah so maybe we'll have to get like limited a double run. Yeah, yeah limited run or something that'd be great <laughs> man that'd be cool 
Well, yeah, man, let's talk about, um, so your background in music, you know, where you came from. Um, well, I've been playing guitar since I was young, um, real young. And then I moved to Southern California when I was uh, 18 and I worked at Disneyland for a good, good while. And that's what really broke me out of my shell and like wanted me to be an entertainer. Like I worked on, um, you know bunch of the attractions there and uh and it really it broke me out and 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 made me a people person more than i think i ever was and um then i i left that to go work for uh guitar center and i I, because music i've just always been into music and so i worked for guitar center and then i started working for uh, a company called skb and we manufactured musical instrument cases and a lot of a lot of pro musicians use them on the road and so i worked for that company for good like seven years and i traveled all over you know the United States and I was going to Nashville every year for summer NAM and so like I mean country's always been my thing like my first um, you know my first cassette tape was um, was a Garth Brooks record in pieces oh, I mean, yeah. it wasn't because you know I'm that old it's just like you know we were poor growing up yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have a CD player right yeah. away <laughs> so uh, yeah we had uh, we had my first cassette was in pieces and then Rope in the Wind was shortly after that and you know I've been a huge fan of Garth's, you know, stuff since I was real young, and like, even even today, like, I mean, I think, you know, him with his fans, the way he is to his fans, is something I always strive to be, yeah. you know, and like watching him with like, you know, um, any kind of like soldiers or, or or any of the like, you know, Special Olympics kids and like stuff like that, and just just fans in general, like he, you know, he is the embodiment of like, we are here because of you, yeah, you know what I mean, and I think, you know that's something that every artist should have and like, you know, hang on to is it's like our fans are everything. Yeah. You know? And so I always make sure to like, to at least follow that. And so, um, you know, I got, I I got to the point where working for SKV was, is still fun. And like being on the other side of music, being on the manufacturing side of music was great, but I really missed playing and, um, got this wild hair and, and decided to do music full time. And, I put out my first record in Nashville in 2015. Uh, did it with Brad Hill, um, and Brad has done a lot. Worked with a lot of amazing people, so I was big name, big <laughs> names, and I was surprised he even wanted to like work with me. But he, he uh, and it's so funny. Like Brad, uh, Brad, he pulled a, a really good practical joke on me. Like I, I'd, I'd never done a record in Nashville, and. Um, I show up and you know meet everybody and I mean some of the best names you could ask for in like recording Tim Ga- uh, Tim Galloway and uh, Justin Ostrander and Evan Hutchins on drums and I mean just talent guys I'd never met before and so they all like we all meet in the morning and everything and you know Brad's like all right guys let's get our places and let's start like let's start working on stuff and, and so everybody sits down and uh, you know the drums count in and everything and they start playing and it's awful. <laughs> like it is horrible and and my face like like it i just went ghost white i'm like what am i paying for like what like it is horrible and out of the corner of my eye i finally see like brad like with his phone like over his hand like trying to record me in my reaction and i'm like what is going on and, and they all start busting up laughing and each person was in a different position so like justin Ownstrander was playing drums instead of playing guitar and, like, you know like evan instead of playing drums was playing like bass or like acoustic and it just was so bad and Brad's like, I, you're the first person I've ever been able to pull that on. Like, I've wanted to do that for years. And so I was like, well, I mean, at least you got me. So that will always be my, my story with Brad. But, yeah, we did that We did that first record. And, you know, I, you know, being fresh and green and 
um, new to music, I didn't you know realize that there was mixing and mastering involved, <laughs> and like and, and so I just took the studio mixes and put those out as what they were supposed to, you know, why I thought they were done, and you know. And, uh, you know, I, I think I had to, you know, let my ego get the best of me back then. And I, I went to town thinking I was going to be the next best, you know, thing since sliced bread. And, you know, Luke Combs wasn't out yet. So I was like, I'm going to be the next Jason Aldean. And, <laughs> you know, this is what it is. And, and uh, that just didn't happen. And uh, in, by the time, like, October, like, 2016 rolled around. So a good year and a half after the, the album had come out, uh, we, we still hadn't even hit 10,000 streams on my first quote-unquote single. Right. And so I kind of, I kind of, you know, realized that maybe, maybe it's me, maybe it's some of the things like my practices and what I'm working on and, and what I'm doing is my music. And so I, I left Southern California and I went back to where my family is in Nevada and I, and I, I cleared my head and cleared my mind and, and, and kind of rediscovered myself again and, and got back to what's important to me. And, and, and I started writing again. Um, and I put down on paper, um, the you know all the music for where I belong and we recorded that album that EP in uh, May of 2017 with Brad and uh, I think I you know being able to get back and like refining myself again really allowed me to clear my head and put down some amazing songs on paper and I mean you know I knew like I've, when like I fallen was done you know I lucked out and I had some again amazing guitar player uh, yeah. and musicians on that Gary Janneman did all the melody he plays for Tyler Farr and and and. He's a fantastic guitar player, and he did all the melody and guitar work for um, that record. And um, you know, I knew that song was special when we yeah. were we saved it for last. And like Brad did this thing, like I, I can't remember exactly how he said it, but he's like, "This one, we're, we're just gonna go for this one, guys." Like it was kind of like we're just gonna go full, you know. And and when it was done, and like uh, it was the first time I had used to mix, someone to mix, and Jim Cooley mixed everything, and, and it sounds amazing, and 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 had it mastered, and and. I knew there was something about it, and so we recorded a music video for it that we filmed at home. That's yeah. all. Like when you watch that video, it's all in northern Nevada, and like we that that venue is up there in, in Minden, Nevada, right there by Gardnerville, Carson Valley, and it's called uh, um, TJ's Corral there at the Carson Valley Inn. And, and we, I couldn't believe the turnout. Like we we posted that we were going to film the video and put on a concert for everybody, and yeah. we had almost you know 750 people show up. Um, that night the place was packed and it was just it was a great great evening and the video is all like Smith Valley and like where my family you know was from and stuff like that so it, it means a lot to me um, that that video is home and it's just done so well and then for the, for the song to be doing as well as it is like, yeah it just I, over a million streams over a million now and like yeah when I met when, when you hit that million stream club and I woke up that morning and I just like you see that that one comma, <laughs> you know, and I mean like it's it was insane to me because everyone asked me, well, how'd you do it? And I, I and like and I'm not like not sharing my secrets. If I knew how I did it, I'd tell you guys. Like, <laughs> I wish I knew because like I have zero editorial playlist support. Yeah. I'm not on New Boots. I'm not on you know. Um, I'm not on any of the Spotify playlists. Um, you know and. Really, all I can say is I have some of the best fans that share my music constantly yeah. and like get people involved and like you know, I love seeing snaps and, and 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 Instagram stories of you guys singing in the car and like you know, or you're out you're at your house doing something and, and you're listening to the to the music. I love getting that stuff. I love seeing that stuff. I never get tired of it because I love you guys singing along. And man, I went home. I was I played in Reno and uh, it was like August of 2018 and that was right 
Like I've Fallen, it had just hit over 100,000 streams. They had put it on the radio there in Reno, and it was getting radio spins in yeah. Reno. And to hear it on the radio for the first time, like that, like... Special that, moment. It's a pretty amazing feeling to hear. <laughs> and then they put it into normal rotation. Like, it was doing so well that it was playing two times a day, um, you know, in the morning and the afternoon, sometimes three times a day. Um, and so, like, it was, it was getting played really, 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 really well back home. And... Uh, so I, I went and played a show at, a, at a, a venue there called Mummers that it fits about 200 people. And, I mean, we had that place jam-packed out. <laughs> and uh, they had promoted the show on the radio and, and all that stuff. And that was the first, first time that I was able to stop singing. And the crowd was singing my songs back to me so loud that, like, I didn't have to. Like, they sang the entire... And, like, that... To, to write a song, have people like it enough where they listen to it, then to be able to come to your show because they enjoy it and then sing it back to you, like, I mean, I can only imagine what these guys are feeling in, like, giant venues, like, and, and stadiums and stuff. Like, what, you know... Because that... The wave of emotion that went over me when that happened, I mean, literally, like, my manager was there at that show and, like her eyes just like lit up like the 4th of July. Like, I mean, to hear a couple hundred people singing your song back to you, yeah. it's, it's like, but it's amazing, man. So, you know, that song has been doing great for me. And like, we just, Brad and, and I got back in the studio in, in August of last year. And, um, you know, I remember talking to him cause it was like, yeah, man, it's August. It's like, songs doing great. It's a, it, we just hit a quarter million streams, like 250,000. This is awesome. And then like, by the time we got all the mixing and the mastering done for the two new songs that we did, like it was December, and I'm like, yeah, man, song's doing, you know, it's at a, it's at a half a million streams, and it's just, it's going great, and like, and now we're sitting here in March, and it's at a million, and this is like, I don't know where the traction's coming from, and I just, I love it. Take and it. And yeah. I'll take, I'll go, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. take it. I'll take it all day. Yeah. Um, every day. But, uh, yeah, man, like, it was just going to keep growing, keep building, and, like, I'm excited because we just put out Last Call on, on Valentine's Day, yeah. and it's, you know, 50,000 streams in its first month, and, like, you know, collectively, between, like, Amazon and Spotify and Google Play and everything, it's over 100,000 streams already, which is great, and yeah. it's doing good as a new single, and I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you. Um, but the next one that's coming out in may yeah that uh i'm excited because i'm, I'm I, I think we're getting all the details worked out but you you know raise rowdy and us yeah. gonna do some stuff together on it yeah we're working on something with you yeah for that. this is the, i'm very happy and excited for you guys to hear this new single it's called ain't that bad and uh i wrote this with a couple of boys back in north carolina actually one of the guys is the producer on my music video for where i belong aaron connor Love um, Aaron. and uh yeah he's a great guy <laughs> and uh and it was actually Aaron's idea, and, and it was uh, Trevor Hewitt and Andy Upton and um, uh, Aaron Connor and me, and the four of us are on the song, and it's called Ain't That Bad. And uh, it is as true country as you're going to get with just a dash of that, that rock side of me that my fans like. And it's, yep. I'm very excited for this song to come out, and it comes out in May, and, yeah, I'm very, very excited. We're excited, too. Um, we've got a little bit of an early listen to it. That's one of the, the benefits of having Ray's Rowdy. <laughs> you've, you've heard the, unma the unmastered version. Yeah, that wasn't even yeah. mastered yet. So. Yeah, we get a, that's one of the coolest things about doing this is we get to hear from sometimes from work tapes all the way up, you yeah. know. So it's neat to hear a song develop, work tape, demo, you know, full song. Yeah, because I just showed you, I wrote that song with Sam Grow, and yeah. you just got to hear the work tape. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I can't wait for that song to be done. Dude, that's it. Yeah. And, and it's cool getting to hear stuff because, I mean, being an outsider, you know, on the industry and not living in Nashville, it's, you don't get that as much, right? So right. You, you have friends that are in the same place as you. You guys, I'm sure, send stuff to each oh, other. Oh, yeah. You know. and, and, and we show each other, like, you know, 
I, like I was showing my buddy the other day this song I wrote with a couple girls um, that it's like it's not for me I'm not gonna sing it it's definitely right. a girl's gonna sing it and just being like so proud of that and like, yeah. like listen to this work tape it's amazing like listen <laughs> like and it's just it's it's that was definitely something I had to learn moving to Nashville was the co-write thing. Like, yeah. Because like I've fallen, I got 100% writing credit on. Mm-hmm. Um, where I belong, 100% writing credit on that. Um, last Call, 100% writing credit on that. And so Ain't That Bad was new to me, like writing that and then like doing co-writes. I mean, I literally, if you look at my calendar right now, it is co-write after co-write after co-write yeah. after co-write. Like I'm so excited for like certain people that I'm working with. And I mean, a lot of times you do, I still try to write solo every, nonce, every yeah. once in a while, but like it, it's just like, Man, like that, that, for example, that Sam Growright, like I walked into the room with him, we sat down, we talked a little bit, and like, you know, I fangirled a little bit because I love The Blame. Like, that's yeah. one of my favorite songs. But <laughs> We love Sam. Yeah. And uh, I uh, I pitched him this idea, and it was like instant, and he's like, I love that idea, let's run with it. And like an hour and 20 minutes later, we're done. Yeah. And then it's like meeting someone like that, and then like talking to him a little bit, and like telling him about my life, and then you see the gears in his head start working, and like a normal songwrite session is anywhere from three to four hours and you know, sometimes you don't even finish a song but like I walk into a room with Sam Grow, and it's like I get two songs in less than four hours you yeah. know what I mean like we started writing this other song and it's just like so I got two songs done with him so it's like <laughs> yeah, those are those are things I'm not used to it's like I mean shoot every little bit of that I, that took me six months to write that song you yeah. know what I mean so it's like and that was you know a solo write until I and my buddy Troy Brooks he helped me like fix it and shorten it and like made the song what it is and then I gave him writing credit on because it it's like it wouldn't have been what it was without him right but it's like you know basically my brainchild but it's like yeah you know I've learned the co-writing is a good thing because it, it helps you get outside your box and like the one thing I, I've, that Brad said to me recording he goes because I, I we met the other day to talk about the new record and he's like I just want you to remember when we record stuff just make sure it's better than the last stuff yeah if you're gonna come in and spend the money and like because you know, being an independent artist you pay for everything yourself yep. and it's not cheap it's not and so you pay for the production and you pay for the studio and you pay for the mixing and you pay for the mastering and you pay for each individual musician to come in and play on that song and you pay for every other session guy that you need to come in if you want fiddle like all that stuff it's like people think it's like sunshines and rainbows and happy tarts you know and sometimes <laughs> it's 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 a struggle but i mean that's my manager tells me all the time, and God bless her, because she's amazing for you know being my Jiminy Cricket on my shoulder. She's like, if it was, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Yep. And so, but Brad said, you know what he said is like, it sticks with me. Like it's got to be better than the last stuff. And I'm so that's why I'm so excited for this new EP and these new singles because like as good as like I've fallen is and as much as people love that song, I think this new stuff is just gonna blow people away because yeah. it's like it's what I've been pushing for forever. It's like it's that. I, I hate comparing myself to like anybody else, but it's like, because I, I try to be my own sound, I try to be my own thing, but it's like that perfect mix of like Cody Johnson and that red dirt country yeah. with like Jason Aldean and Luke Combs with a dash of like Dustin Lynch. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, that's the best way I can describe it because there's, yeah. it's not pop country, it's not red dirt country, it's not rock country, it's not pop, you know, any of that stuff. It's Justin Lee country and yeah. it's, you know, my own sound. And so like, I'm really excited for, you know, the fans to, to hear the new stuff and the new fans that, you know, are listening to me and don't know who I am. Um, I'm excited for you to hear what's already out, what, what I'm working on coming up. And so, and I love hearing from people like, you know, like getting the stories of like, you know, there's certain ones that stick with you, but like people just reaching out and telling you how their music has touched you yeah, and how it's like reached their life. Like I had a guy that was stationed overseas um, and he went, and it's a soldier that got into a divorce with his wife. 
um, because he couldn't be home with her enough. And it's like having him tell me, like, could have loved you more, helped me get through that. Because it's like, you know, it's that perfect, you know, as an artist, you do that too. I think we like listen to other people's songs and we listen to the words and we listen and you know, we pull from it. Like I can, no matter what mood I'm in, I can tell you a song that I can relate to yeah, at that particular absolutely. moment. But to hear other people talk about your music like that, like Where I Belong, you know, the song itself, like when we put that video out with TA Films and Tyler Adams and all those guys did an amazing job on it. And yeah. I think it's a great video. And if you haven't seen it, go check it out. We filmed the whole thing in Rutherford County, um, North Carolina and up at Lake Lure where they did Dirty Dancing and... Um, but to hear, you know, people send you or like to hear from people and they send you like the video of them at their wedding dancing to your song, like yeah. as husband and wife for the first time, you know, putting themselves out there to their family and friends and like choosing your song, the words that you put down on paper as their first dance, this is our song together is an amazing feeling. Like yeah. it's so crazy. It's it's so cool too. Like thinking about it, you you hear those songs, and you probably had those songs where you're like, "Man, if I ever got married, you know, yeah, no, I'm gonna I play know. this song." No, you know? Like, I mean, you know, I was dating a girl, and we dated for a while, and like our song was "Cowboys and Angels." Dustin yeah. Lynch. I think a lot of people have danced that song. You know what I mean? So it's yep. like, if we were gonna get married, that was gonna be our song. But yep. I mean, that's the past. That ain't you know, ain't happening anymore. But uh, that's what you get to write songs about now. That, oh man, <laughs> like everyone, everyone, I'm sure, like guesses that songwriters write about their life. And like, if I, I mean, if anyone is a walking, talking proof of that, it's me. Like, <laughs> I before I, right before I moved to Nashville, I it was it was a good while before, but like I hadn't I haven't been dating anybody since I moved to you know down in Nevada, and my ex and I was not it was not good, and, but I got some amazing amazing material out of it and so <laughs> that's where last call came from yeah um and i've got some new songs coming out on the next record that are all about her <laughs> and stuff that i've been through and so it's like you know i got one buddy who he had a he had a bad breakup too and uh his favorite thing to say is i'm gonna laugh all the way to the bank <laughs> you know yeah so it's like it's it's fun writing about your life it's fun i like writing about fictitious stories too but it's also yeah. fun to like to, that's the easiest and and Sam was telling me he I can't remember who told it to him. Sam Gross said when we were writing there, he's like, he's like, songwriting is the most selfish act possible. And I was like, well, how, well, how do you mean? And he's like, well, it's up to you whether or not you want to share what's truly going on in your life. Yeah. And so like, if you want to be honest with yourself and open with yourself enough to like, how how open do you want to be? How yeah. selfish do you want to be? Yeah. Because if you're truly open, you can get some of the best songs you've ever written. And I was like, wow. I never even thought about that, but that's that's a great way to put it. And I think that's a really cool part about the community that's in Nashville and songwriters in general is every time you meet with a different songwriter or you're in the room with someone else, you're picking up those little pieces of the puzzle. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's what I, helps I, you grow. Every, I've only been in, in Nashville. I moved officially in October of uh, 2018, last year, even though I've been coming for years and recorded a couple times beforehand but I finally made the move in October and just from October to now the it's amazing how how much my career has 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 jumped yeah like how how quickly things are moving and it's yeah. like everyone's like oh you have to be in town you have to be in town well I fought it for so long you have to be in town yeah you gotta be you gotta you, be around you have to be around and yeah. like my writing as as, as a writer has grown so much. Like I'm such a better writer now than I was before October. Yeah. Hands down. And it's crazy to think cause you've been going that long and writing great material, but it's just when you're around the best, 
it brings out the best in you. Right. You yeah. Know? Oh, I completely agree. And that's that's totally I think what what happens down there. So I know in Nashville you play uh, play around a lot. You play bus call. It's oh, one of your yep. big. Love playing bus call is a good one. Um, yeah. Those guys, Justin and John, those are two really good dudes, and they're doing a great thing there on Wednesdays at Tin Roof. And yeah, I love I love playing. But I've played bus call twice now, and and we're working on a. They're going to let me do a takeover in August when the nice. new album comes out. That, yeah. You know, I'm going to be excited for that and play with a bunch of my buddies that like are either on the record. So I think Sam said he's going to play it. So I have Sam grow out that. Heck night. yeah. Like, yeah, man. It's yeah. going to be. A lot of fun, but I do a lot of riders rounds. I love playing riders rounds. I'm doing my first Why Not Wednesday nice. um, coming up, and then I'm, I do uh, Chasing Melodies with yeah. Brian Allen uh, at Doghouse a lot, and um, been doing uh, Nashville tour stop at Belcourt. And I mean, riders rounds are so great. That's where I've met a lot of great people, and that's I, I actually met like she's like my best friend. Like I call her my little sister, but Allie Keck. Like if you guys are you know check her out, she's amazing. Allie Keck, um, K E C K, but. She, we played a riders round at Belcourt Taps, and her and I literally laughed the entire round and like joked the entire round. And it was like it was like a stepbrothers moment where like we just became best friends. <laughs> and she is, she's like my little sister, and I love her to death. And like, you know, um, but that's that's the beauty of this. Like, you, you you, it's it's a community. We're all supposed to be family. Like, we're all yeah. supposed to take care of each other. And like, I play with Allie a lot. Like, we do. Um, we do uh, duo spots and a lot of riders rounds together. And through Allie, I've met some amazing people. And through me, she's met some amazing people. So that's, I mean, that's how it's supposed to work. That's yep. how the town's supposed to like, to, to operate, you know? And that's the kind of the same thing like we try to build with our fans, but also like other people that we're working with in the industry is everybody pointing in the right direction. Everybody's going to go right. further. You know yeah. what I mean? If you're all pointing forward, you're going to, the people that are around you are going to move forward too. Right. So I think Steve, it's. Uh, Steve, I, went, I was just at Stephen Paul's. Um, video release he yeah. just put out his new video for you're looking for me yep and uh, he, he said the same thing he's like you know we're, we're supposed to be a family and, and it's like I love I love hearing that from other people you know what I mean because it's like I think as long as we all have that mentality and we really stand by it you know we, we all need to do well together yeah like yep. let's just, just let's just all lift each other up and like and like keep writing and doing amazing stuff and like you know, those are the people I want to surround myself yes. with. Like, Stephen Paul is definitely one of those, like, I'm like, hey, man, I like your vibe. I like your attitude. Let's write together. You know what yeah. I mean? And so it's it's nice to see that that, that mentality is alive and well in town. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's of course, it's not everyone. You'll have everything. But yeah. you'll find the people that are your right people. Absolutely. You know? And I that's agree. the cool thing about Nashville. Damn straight. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, I mean, the new single, Ain't That Bad, specifically, um, the story behind it. You know, how, how that came to be exactly and you know where that came from <laughs> well i was in uh i was in north carolina we were out, i was driving around with aaron connor and his uh it was his yeah it's his ford ford explorer and we were driving around doing location scouting for where i belong yeah and he's like man i got this really cool idea for a song and i was like okay well let me hear it and he plays me like the first originally they had part of a verse and part of the and most of the chorus written it was him and trevor hewitt yeah and uh and i'm like holy crap i love that <laughs> and he's like really and i'm like yeah no man i love that i was like i was like dude let's write it and he's like well i gotta talk to trevor about it and it's like it's because him and i are working on it so it worked out that like me him and andy uh we all sat down and like we finished it and like worked on it and it just it was in. The, it was a work in progress because I didn't know if I was going to get to cut it originally. I didn't yeah. know if I was going to get to work on it. Right, like, we had filmed the video and like the video was done and like, 
you know, they were in the process of editing it, and I came back one more time to like play. There's a really cool bar out there called uh, the Twisted Pair in Forest City that I love going to, and it's, it's a cool spot. And I play out there every once in a while, and and we, I went out there to play, and like, and I, I I was like, dude, did you talk to Trevor? Can you, like, wait, can we work on this song? He's like, he's like, let me call him. He's like, yeah, okay. So let's, we went to Trevor Hewitt's house, and we we sat down, and we finished it up, and like. And I just think it's a great song, and like, and it's so funny because my dad even said, "I love my dad. He's my number one fan." And like, <laughs> my dad's amazing, but my dad goes, "Will you stop writing love songs?" <laughs> like, Thanks, Dad. Um, but no, he's like, he's like, he's like, I don't mean it like in a bad way, but he's like, you're really good at writing love songs. You're really good at writing breakup songs. He's like, but where's that like old country like? Just that fun party, you know, up tempo, like drinking song. You don't have one of those. He's like, write something like that, and that's what this song is. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like, the song is just one of those. Like, it's gonna be summertime. The weather's hot. You know, the windows are down. You're drinking beer. You know, partying with your friends. Like, it's one of those. Like, just, and that's why we're putting it out in May, right before summer. It's gonna be. I'm really, I really feel like it's gonna be the summer jam for this year and I'm really excited for y'all to hear it and uh, yeah it's going to be great and a damn good addition to live show too yeah mm-hmm. yeah. let's talk about that too a little bit like I know you've talked about you feel at home on the stage why don't you tell people about that a that, little bit I mean that is truly where I belong and yeah. that was kind of what the, the whole purpose of naming the album where I belong was because like when I think about music where I belong is on stage and I belong with my fans and I belong playing and and I, I get the best feeling from doing what I love and, and and entertaining people I'm an entertainer yeah and like I when you if you've seen a show of mine or you've been to a show like it is constant high energy like my my <laughs> I remember one time my manager was like I thought you were gonna pass out I don't understand <laughs> and then I'm like because I'm not the skinniest guy in the world like I mean I'm not I'm no like I mean I'm yeah, I'm no Thomas Rad or any of those guys, but I'm like I'm definitely not like like the the, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man yeah. either. But I, I I can move around. I'm quick. Yeah, but yeah. On stage, I'm, <laughs> on stage, I'm pretty quick. But I just love it, man. That's where I belong. Like I belong on stage playing for people, and I love entertaining. And and um, I don't ever want to be anywhere else. Like I I love what I'm doing, and. Uh, you know, I just want to keep writing great music. I want to keep getting out there. And this year, we're getting to play some some cool festivals and stuff that I've never played before. I'm getting to go to cities that I've never played in before. And like, man, play, we played Chicago two weeks ago, and I'd never. I've been to Chicago so many times, so many times because, like, I mean, I, I flew flew United all the time, and I love United. United never broke one of my guitars, so shame, <laughs> shameless plug right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you always fly through O'Hare anytime yeah. I, it was either O'Hare before they continental merged with them and then I started going through Houston but it's like even Houston's my number three you know I've never played Houston either it's like <laughs> I mean these top Chicago's number two and I went we played Old Crow Wrigleyville and I mean that place was hopping all night but there was this group of girls in the front there with their boyfriends and every single one of them knew the words to all my songs and I was like this is so cool like it is such a cool sensation showing up in cities that I've never been to and there are your fans that yeah. like they came out to watch you they came out to see you play and like I know I've got some tonight coming at Tequila Cowboy because they've messaged me on Instagram and like that is me I don't use bots that <laughs> I'm, I'm telling yeah. you if someone responds to you on my Instagram that is me because <laughs> um, people are like are you sure this is really you and I'm like yes this is me <laughs> I will not send you a picture as proof but it's me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it is it is me um, but yeah, I love it, man. I I I um I don't ever want to stop playing. I don't ever want to stop touring. I don't ever want to like, 
you know, put down my guitar. I always want to, like, I want to put on a great show and I want to entertain my crowd. And I like, I want to be the Aaron, like, have you seen Aaron Watson play? Of course. Yeah. I love Aaron Watson. Yes. I got to see Aaron Watson play. And Aaron stays at the end of the show until the very last person leaves the venue. Yep. And that's another one of those, like, when I saw that, it, it brought me back to, like, why I love Garth Brooks with his fans. Yep. Because I want to be the same thing. I want the bus driver pissed off at me because it's, <laughs> we're time to go. It's time to leave. You know, and I want to be there taking pictures and, like, hanging out and talking to every single one of my fans and saying thank you. Yeah. Because they are the reason that I'm there. Yep. You know, and so, like, thank you, Aaron Watson, for doing that. I appreciate you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, definitely like, I want to be that guy. Cause like, I love my fans. I mean, I, if it wasn't for my fans, I wouldn't have a one comma, you know what right. I mean? And, yeah. and it's, it's great seeing from people like all our 72 countries. I think I'm in right now in, on Spotify. It's, it's Crazy. insane. Like some guy sent me a video of him in Dubai, you know, listening to my music on the beach. And it's just <laughs> like, this is, it's great. And he wasn't on vacation. He was a local. Yeah. So it's like. <laughs> It's such a cool, so cool sensation. Like people down in Australia love my music, and I love it. Like I can't wait to get down there. People up in Canada, like I get asked to come to Canada all the time. Like I'm trying, I'm getting up there. Like people in London, they want me to come do this. Is it the C2C festival? Yeah. yeah I, I hope I can get over there next year and like do that. And like we're trying because I mean the 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 the, the we we've started a it's hashtag Team Lee is my uh, my my hashtag and that's my like street team is Team Lee and like yeah um, it just rolls off the tongue so easy but yeah. like. You know, Team Lee is growing, and like, it's it's definitely you know expanding, and I really want to get out there and, and meet everybody and, and and say hi to everybody, and you know, if I if I get the opportunity to thank each and every one of my fans, I hope I can because like, that's you know the whole reason I'm being able to do. That's why I'm sitting in front of you. Right. That's why I'm living in Nashville. That's yep. why I'm doing what I'm doing is because my fans are helping me grow the music and, and keeping me doing what it is that I love to do and. I, I couldn't feel more blessed and more thankful to, to be sitting here talking about what I love to do with you. And it's easy to see meeting you, how passionate you are about it and how much drive you have. I mean, we probably sat here for what, at least a good hour before, before we, we did this. Yeah. I'm like, I always say this. I'm like, we needed to record that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I need to shut up now. Just tell me. Nick. Yeah. Just tell me this I'm like, a talker too. So yeah. yeah. But well, I love it, man. I just, I am like, I like when I'm, when I believe in something like I, and I think that's what makes such the working good for SKB because I stood behind the project. Like, you know, I personally use it. Like my guitar, knock on wood, has never been broken. And I love it because it's like it's in a, it's in a, a good, you know, product made in the United States. It's like really, I mean, pff, SKB just is all, it's the way, the truth, and the life that is road cases. So, um, but to be able to stand behind a product like that, and it's like the same thing. And it's like I think that's how people look at like. You, you, they support good music. Like, yeah. You know, if they like it, they're gonna they're gonna get behind it, and then they come see your show, and they're like, "Holy crap, it's even better live!" <laughs> yeah. Like that. That's and that's a game changer too. What you strive to do, you know, yep. you strive to just you know put out good music, put on good shows. Like, I can't wait for the opportunity. I have it all planned out in my head, and you know, I I love dreaming. I'm a big dreamer, but it's like I have my shows already pageanted out. Like, you know, when I get that asking, like, "Oh, you're gonna go out as an opener on this tour? Are you gonna go out and you're gonna do a small run here?" Like I have the, the like everything from like when I get to do my acoustic song to like show the guys <laughs> the new song to like go from the acoustic song into where I belong because it's soft and then the boys walk back out on stage and they take their places like it's like <laughs> I've got this all worked out like, you know it's like <laughs> but it makes me sound crazy sometimes but I I just love it man I love I love everything about it and I I wouldn't change it for the world and like. As, as stressed out as I get sometimes and as, as, as in my head I get sometimes and as like as tough as this road is sometimes I wouldn't change it for the world because yeah. I love it and 
It's what I was born to do. That's it. Well, tell everybody where they can find you on social media too, man. You can find me on my Instagram at Justin Lee Country. Um, you can go on Facebook.com slash Justin Lee Country, www.justinleecountry.com. Um, anywhere you can find your music, you can find me, uh, Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, Pandora, um, you know, Amazon, Google Play, uh, iTunes, any of those, you can, fi- you can find me. YouTube, you can find both the music videos up there. Vivo, um, they're both, both of the videos are on Vivo. So, yeah, and then uh, we're looking for that uh, Ray's Rowdy takeover. Yeah. Be coming up for the next release yeah man. um make excited. sure you guys me too man dude i've never yeah. i've never i've, I've I, and and that's what amazed me was when this song was done and we were looking at i looked at aaron and i was like dude we were in the studio we were at black river and uh it, it, a front stage there is one of my oh, it's a gorgeous studio but like i was looking at aaron connor and i was like how cool would it be if we did a like Ray's Rowdy takeover, we're still standing in the studio. <laughs> hadn't even been mixed, hadn't been mastered yet. But I was like, this is right up Ray's Rowdy's alley. This yeah. song is like, it is just so much fun. It's like four on the floor. <laughs> it's just like, it is good country wine and pedal steel, like chicken picking at its finest. Like it is. Oh, you got. I really hope you guys are gonna like it. It's gonna be awesome. You guys are gonna like it. It's coming out. What are we? I, go, I always do this to myself. It's May seventeenth. It's May seventeenth. Yeah. May seventeenth. Yeah. Yep. So guys, make sure if this is post May seventeenth that you add the song to the playlist. But this is gonna be coming out before May seventeenth. Yeah. So if you're listening when it comes out, make sure you're keeping tabs on Justin as well as looking at our story and our timeline to see when yeah. that's gonna be going down. I, I'm, I've got some ideas on what I want to do. I mean, I don't go I don't go small. Like, I, I, I like don't, that. Like for, for like so with this, <laughs> I've got my my idea for like what I want to do for the takeover. Like yeah. what big things can we do? Like <laughs> like do we go to like Hattie B's and just show up and like play music or like, you know, <laughs> do something like oh, we're working on it. We're yeah. figuring it out. But like I want to go big for this because it's like this is gonna be a lot of fun. I'm really excited for this song and Dude. it's like it's gonna pave the way for the new record and the new record. I'm really excited for the new songs like that we've been working on that and like yeah man. I'm excited for the rest of this year. Yes, absolutely. Us too, man. Well, dude, thanks so much for, like I said, taking the time and hanging with us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And it's it's been a lot of fun and uh, look forward to the next one. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy it, make sure you add Justin's songs to your playlist and make sure you follow us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. Um, We appreciate it. Uh, This is Nikki T. And we'll see you in the front row. Got so lost when I looked into her eyes I just want to pull you close, hold you tight Being the last boy she hear at night The first thing on your mind When you wake in the morning I just want to drink you up, breathe you in Being the last bite you need again And take you higher so you keep on falling Crazy.